this song is about. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Oh, today is Sunday, June. Uh, June. What the fuck's wrong with me? July 19th, 20. If it was June 19th, my grandparents would still be alive. No, it's July 19th, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a little shoe called This Jewishine, where I talk about uh, what goes on in my life. And it's all happening right here on This Joe Batanz, right here on Afterthought Media. I said at the top of the show today is Sunday, July 19th, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz is a show where I ramble on about things that happened to me during the day, maybe what happened recently, all kinds of hilarious, fun things that we talk about here on This Joe Batanz. And I'm going to tell you guys something. I don't know how we're going to fit this all into a fucking goddamn one episode, because as you know. I have no control over how long the episodes are. It's just, it's 20 minutes. And if it's, if we just run out of things, that's it. Okay. But so much shit happened since we last spoke. I don't even know if we've talked about this, but I have a friend named Alex. Okay. Alex Angarita. Uh, I would say he is my first real crush. Like my real, I wouldn't say crush. Not my first crush. My first crush was in high school. He was my first like, oh my God, I am in love with this. Like I literally fell in love with him in college. And I'm going to get, I'm going to tell you what. This Alex Angarita cock teased the fuck out of me in college. Like, oh my God, just the drama of just everything we went through. And he was, by the way, he's a hundred percent straight, a hundred percent straight. But I could actually write pornos on all the shit that used to happen between us. Like, because he, I will say this, we were like best friends. We were always together, but he pushed, he pushed it to as far as you can go. And he still says it's straight. Um, like we used to spend the night together in the same bed. And as we were, and we would cuddle as we were going to sleep and I would slip my thumb under his underwear band and uh, I remember too, like we had the same job and I would, let's say I wasn't working one night and he would come home. He'd be like, Oh, I'm so sore. And he'd get on his stomach. And, um, there was this kind of like, uh, weird, like tacit, compl- uh, uh, complicit thing that would happen where I'd, I'd get on his, on, on his, I, this is not what this show is about. I don't know how this happened, but like I would give him a massage. He'd want a massage but I would be like rubbing my dick and it would get hard into his butt, but no one said anything. It was a whole thing. Right. And then we had a big falling out because I stupidly, and this is what you do in college. is I told him how I felt about him and I was in love with him. I don't know. I don't know what I thought would happen. I think he was going to be like, Oh, well no, I'm secretly gay. You know? No. And he was like, yeah, well I'm not gay. And continued to bang every single fucking girl. Cause he was in college known as a ladies man, you know, and then, then 
And then we actually landed up making up, not making yeah, making it up, and we became friends and stuff like that. We've remained good friends uh, up until recently, but I'll get to that in a second. But he was on Survivor. He was on the television show Survivor. Uh, Mike Lawson just watched the season that he was on. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, he was on the show Survivor, so Evan would know all about it. But uh, anyway, he has always always these dramas, and like I only have twenty minutes, and uh, to give you a headline, like there's some there's Betty stories, uh, a blast from the past that you all know, and and I don't know if you love him or not. Called me, all kinds of drama, right? So much to talk about, but so I don't, I'm wasting all this time on Alex. But the point is. Uh, the very long story made very short is he dated this girl who I never met. Actually, I still have not met. And she was, but I just heard the story. She was a fucking nightmare. And then they broke up and had this nasty breakup when the parents threatened to sue Alex for abandonment of affection. And he moved to Miami with another old girlfriend who he had broken up with her because she used to want to have threesomes. And that's not what he wanted for the mother of his children. It was a whole thing. Right. And the last I talked to him, he was living his life, his best life in Miami. Oh, I love Miami. I'm never going to leave Miami, 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 Miami. Uh, what's that song in Golden Girls about Miami? Whatever that song, he sang that to me on the phone. And then like a couple months later, I'm on this Instagram and it's a picture of him with the ex-girlfriend that was crazy that he broke up with and before he went to Miami, they threatened to sue him. And he was like, I love you so much, baby. I'm so glad we're back together and this is going to be forever and the rest of our lives. So I messaged him privately and i was like what the fuck wait what and he blocked me he blocked me okay blocked me and i was like well all right well you blocked me so go fuck yourself right he called me yesterday out of the blue i'm telling you my grandparents have something to do with this because all we're missing is jose richard's gotten back in touch with me alex only blocked me for a few months but uh, just to kind of tip my hand a little bit, Cameron called me last night. Uh, we a lot of the greatest hits have come back to uh, haunt me. But yeah, I talked to Alex yesterday, and I don't know all these people, even including Cameron, all crazy people. Okay, uh, Alex started talking about kung fu and shit like that, and how he likes kung fu, and now he's in oh. Okay, so get this. So he calls me. I'm like, what happened? And he and he's apologized for blocking me and that he shouldn't have done that, yada, yada, yada. And, but then he's telling me, like, he's in Sedona, Arizona right now on his way back to Los Angeles because he was living in Utah. I, or maybe he's in Utah, but he's living in Sedona. I don't know what's going on, right? But he's on his way back to L.A. to quarantine with his family. And, uh... But starts telling me about uh, his weird ass fucking shit about like you know ninjas and kung fu and oh oh so I go like how did you end up with, back with this girl and like how he left Miami and he went on a trip to Colombia and uh, 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 then he got in a fight with his Airbnb host and so he didn't realize the Airbnb host was part of the Medellin cartel and so they put a hit out on him. So he had to flee Colombia and come to the United States and 
it was a whole thing, right? And I was like, what the, what is going on? Is this real? I don't even know what's going on. It sounds like, is this like a Narcos episode? I didn't know what was going on. That, that was the whole phone call with him. And so now I don't need to talk to him for a while. I'm going to block him now. Okay. So that's Alex. That's yesterday, right? I'm going to jump ahead to today because I want to tell a story from today. So we've been getting these Hello Fresh meals. Today we made such a good meal. It was this uh, chicken with couscous and roasted carrots. So good, right? 10. So great. Okay. But as I've explained on the show before, my dad has the palate of a five-year-old boy. All right. And in fact, when I'm choosing the Hello Fresh meals, I have to, there's so many meals that look so good that I don't get. Come back up, you know, Lil Joey Batance. My, my dad's name is Joe. Uh, he's not going to eat this, you know, because it doesn't have cotton candy in the title. It doesn't have corn dogs. Like basically, my dad only eats carnival food, is what I'm trying to say. So, but this one that I got seemed safe. It was chicken. It was all these great, you know, greatest hits, right? So it was couscous, roasted carrots, chicken. And I even wondered myself when I picked them, like, I wonder if my dad's ever had couscous. Okay. So I'm making the meal and I walk into the living room. My parents are just sitting there hanging out, reading, looking at their phones or iPads. And they go, how long before dinner is done? I go, well, the, cuckoo, the, the, the couscous is done. We're just waiting on the chicken. And my dad goes, what did you say? And I said, the couscous is done. It's waiting on the chicken. What is couscous? And I go, I don't know. Rice? Like a rice thing? Sweet Michael made a good point. He said, like, it's just if rice and lentils had a kid. And I'm like, that is such a perfect. By the way, and by the way, this couscous was drowning in a garlic lemon herb butter. Like, it's, it's essentially just a vehicle for shoveling garlic lemon herb butter in your mouth. That's all it is, right? He doesn't know this, though. He makes a face. So I, sir, I played it up, take it outside. We're eating. He's not touching the couscous at all. He's eating the carrots. He's eating the chicken, not touching the couscous. My mom says, like, I don't have any water. Or I don't, I don't, that's not how she talked, but yeah, in my head she does. So my dad goes, I will go to the, I will go get you the water in the house. So he grabs her glass, and when he goes into the house, and the door slams. She goes, she goes to me. And I swear to you, this is an exact quote. She says to me, you just had to call it couscous, didn't you? And I'm like, I, I was actually trying to wrap my head around that. Cause I was like, that's what it's called. What did she want me to call it? Because, and this is true. She's like, your dad's not going to eat it. Cause it's called couscous. So why did you say it was called couscous? But that—that's what it's. I, this is these are the, these are the discussions, people, that I have with my parents. So when I want to like tear my hair out and drown myself in the swimming pool, this these are the kinds of conversations. You just had to call it couscous, didn't you? As if I'm the 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 chief nomenclature person at the food. I'm the president of food. All of a sudden, I named it couscous. And by the way, whoever says they like or don't like a food based on the name. Anyway, my dad comes back. My mom coaxes him to try it. And like I said, it's a vehicle in this case for garlic herb butter. So, of course, he loved it once he tried it. But he had, he had to get past the idea that it was called couscous because he couldn't eat something called couscous. Anyway, 
back to last night. So Alex happens, and then I record. I think I actually re- recorded this Joe Batanz after I spoke to Alex. I remember I did it fairly late. And uh, I record this Joe Batanz, and then I'm playing some Animal Crossing. By the way, brief Animal Crossing aside. I did so much time traveling today. I know a lot of you don't listen to and watch play Animal Crossing. I'm just going to leave it at that. I just did a lot of time traveling today, and uh, but now my island looks close to what I want it to look like. Okay, now I got to arrange all the flowers. But I know everyone's really curious as to the status of Wanakiki, but uh, that's the deal. What's going on there? Anyway, so uh, I'm playing Animal Crossing. And all of a sudden, I get a phone call. I'm like, who's calling me this late? I look, and it's Cameron, right? It's Cameron. So I pick up the phone, and I'm like, hello? And he's and he, like, he's clearly driving. There's like all that noise in the background when someone's driving. But he's yelling at me. And he's like, before we talk about anything else, I have three bones I want to pick with you. And it's so funny that I'm like, all right. Like, I just like immediately. We haven't talked in like a year and a half. And I'm like, okay, well, this is what we're doing. So I go, okay, what is it? And he goes, number one. What the fuck, dude? That Reddit post you made about me. And I swear to God, I swear to God, I do not remember making this Reddit post. I'm all, I did. And he goes, yeah, it was an ask Reddit thread about uh, whether you ever known a sociopath and it was about me, you said how your ex this and blah, 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 blah. That's fucked up, man. And so there's a back and forth about whether I wrote it. He sends me a screenshot of the post and I glance at it and I'm like, well, that does sound like my writing, right? So I go, I'm not going to deny it. I go, I can't find it on my feed, but I, I, okay. He goes, yeah, that was fucked up, man. And you know, I can't believe you wrote that. I thought we were in a good place. And, um, and so I apologized. I was like, look, I, I don't know when I wrote that, why I wrote that, but, uh, that was fucked up. You're right. And so I apologize. And it was weird at how quickly you're like, okay, that's all it took. I was like, he was like, all right. That, that was the, that was actually the extent of the conversation about it. What's funny is I did land up looking at the Reddit post much more carefully later. I just glanced at it when he sent it to me. I don't have my phone on me, so I can't look at it. Um, oh wait, I can just look at open messages here on this computadora. And um, but I was reading through it. And I actually I talked to Sweet Michael about it today. And uh when I read it to Sweet Michael, he was like, No, that's a hundred percent true. And I was like, Yeah, wait a minute. Like everything in there, there's no lie. I'm not gonna waste the time that we we have limited time left here. I'm not gonna waste it on uh reading this reddit post but everything i said in there was very actually like, almost like a journalist reporting it and it was all a hundred percent true um yeah i don't know anyway but that was it then he moves on and he says that there was a number two thing but i don't want to talk about that right now but number but they were related they were related i'll be honest with you that's one of the reasons i want to waste the time because it they're both the same thing number two and number three are the same thing but number three is he's like, I'll be honest with you. So I, I number two, I'd say like, uh, well, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, all right. Like every single thing he accused me of, I just went like the simplest 
explanation. He was fine with it, which is supposed he was angry about this. But number three was that he felt that, and, and I'm going to build it up the way he did. Cause the entire time he was building it up, I was like, Oh my God, what did I do? You know, I was like, am I Kevin Spacey? You know, cause he was like, I just felt that when we were dating, you forced me into doing things physically that I wouldn't have been comfortable with otherwise. And that I only agreed to do them because you, I can't remember the word he used. Can I remember? I remember whatever he said, I was like, I felt completely powerless in this entire relationship. But he was like, um, you know, you, you, you know, you had the power and so, like something like that. And then I, I, I gave in only because, uh, you know, you had all the power. And, and so I wouldn't have ever, ever done what I did. And I've, it's been, it's fucked me up, man. And, uh, I just, I just want to talk to you about that. So I go, and I said, I was being honest. And I said to him, I said, listen, Cam, first of all, I feel shame and I feel embarrassment by what you said right now because uh, consent is so crucial to me. And so to hear you say that I forced you to do something physically that you didn't want to do, that is a horrifying thing to say to me. Like not horrifying, but for me to feel. I feel horrified. Can you tell me specifically what it is? Uh, that I did because I, to be honest with you, I don't really have a recollection of what you're talking about. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've talked about it in therapy and it's fucked up, man. Uh, Because I feel like when you and I agreed to date, I'm telling you, he dragged me out just as long as I'm dragging you out. He goes, when you and I agreed to date, it just sort of felt you were always moving the goalposts. And I, I, there's a part of me that wonders if that was your plan the whole time. But, um, yeah, that's fucked up that you, you, you said that the, for you to be happy in the relationship, we needed to hold hands. And look, I, I, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to speak to anyone's truth or whatnot. And, and, uh, Cameron and I did a lot of things that were way worse than holding hands. Um, but strangely, those he we could we talked about it in detail afterwards. Don't he he strangely definitely it was the holding hands. He didn't want to hold hands with me. And that the fact that he was felt guilted into holding hands, I apologized. Uh that was horrifying to him because he didn't want to hold hands. Uh but then again, I just said, look, I apologize. Uh I think and this is true. I said, uh, I felt a complete lack of control in that relationship. I, and, I, and he agreed with everything I said, because I said, you know, I think when we started the relationship, I go, not physically speaking, but like from a power dynamic, I was the top when we started and you were the bottom. And much to both of our horror, that power dynamic switched and I became the bottom and you became the top and neither one of us was happy in that situation. And I said, and I think that was a way for me to try and get control. 
because my friends were whispering in my ear and they would say, well, how can you date somebody if you guys don't even hold hands? How can you guys say you're dating? You're just friends. And I go, and I think that just stuck with me. And so I would, that just became the hill I wanted to die on is that like for us to continue dating that we needed to hold hands. And for some, again, like I said, for some reason he was fine with that. Now we're really quickly running out of time. So what I'll tell you is we spoke for six hours. I did not get to bed until four 30 in the morning. By the time I recorded throwing down and you probably heard throwing down before you heard this, or I don't know how you heard this. I think I was asleep for the first half of throwing down. I really do. We still haven't gotten to Boo Hacker's phone call. We still haven't gotten deep into this Cameron thing. Supposedly, he's calling me tomorrow. So I might even have more stories tomorrow. Um, but uh, Alex Angarita's back in the picture. What the fuck is up with that? Uh, I haven't even left the house. But we'll have to delve into this more tomorrow right here on this Joe Batanz. Right here on Afterthought Media. 